Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Bunny Michael. When you approach your life from the consciousness of your higher self, then knowing how worthy you are, every aspect of your life begins to change. Your relationships, your career, your self-care, your body image, everything. Because this is the process of unlearning the conditioning of our culture that raised us to believe we have to prove ourselves to belong. True success starts with knowing how much you deserve. Following your higher self is an awakening process and it's no easy feat. But as you will hear from the callers on this podcast, our paths might look different, but our journey is the same. Welcome to EXO Higher Self. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 65. How are you? How are you feeling? How has your week been? I don't know about you, but I've heard from a lot of people that the past couple weeks energy has been a bit heavy. I know there's some funky astrological stuff happening, which I basically attune that to like a weather report on the effects the planets have on our energy and our personalities. But even if you're not into that, you know, I think as a collective, we sort of feel things together. So even if maybe you're not having a difficult time, if somebody close to you is, of course, you're going to feel the effects of that. So I wanted to give a little reminder that when things feel more challenging, maybe you have more on your plate, more stress, maybe you got some bad news, those are the times when we really have to channel into faith in our higher selves. Life is not always going to go smooth. There is so much that we can't control, but our higher selves have a plan for us. And that plan is to awaken to the consciousness of love. Love doesn't go away when things get hard. Love doesn't go away when we lose things. Love doesn't go away when we get bad news. Love is a state of awareness that you can always tap into, but it takes intention. It takes a bit of discipline and it takes practice. This past week, I had some really difficult personal news. And I was pretty upset and I wasn't in the mood at first to, you know, see it from my higher self perspective and that's okay. It's okay to need more time for that. But eventually I knew in my heart that part of the process seeing through the lens of my higher self is to first accept what is happening. Okay, so this is what I'm working with. How do I connect with love now? Where is it? Is it in simply loving myself enough to allow my feelings, to allow my anger, to allow my sadness? Is it to remind myself of all the blessings that I still have? Is it to not take any day for granted because nothing is guaranteed? Love is a deep wisdom that we have within us. And in our darkest moments where we feel so low, it's love that holds us that nurtures us. And we might not be able to see that at first. 
But soon there is an opening where the light comes in and you see that love has always been there. And it could be even years later, you look back at that hard time in your life and you're like, wow, it took me to a deeper place within myself. It helped me understand what really mattered. It helped me find my spirit. It helped me find my soul. It helped me find love. It helped me find my higher self. So no matter what you're going through, even if it's just a little stress or maybe it could be something major, trust in your higher self's plan. You are being guided by love. It's not about things always going your way. It's about understanding that there's something deeper going on and that is the awakening of your consciousness and everything that happens is an opening towards that. And what could be more important than being able to transcend all of the stuff in the world and come to a place of inner love and peace within yourself. That's your home and it never leaves you. It's where you came from and it's where you will go after this. All right? (laughs) I also, you know, had some good news happen. I think I mentioned last um, episode that I was going to announce I got a book deal. I'm writing a higher self book. I'm really, really excited. This is a big deal for me. I have been working towards this goal for a long, long time. It's been a dream of mine and it's finally coming to fruition and I cannot wait to share it with all of you. The book is called Hello Higher Self, an Outsider's Guidebook to Knowing You Are Enough When the World Never Told You. Woohoo! Really exciting stuff. Also, a little reminder that this Saturday, November 20th at 4 p.m. Eastern is going to be our live Higher Self episode on Zoom. This week's topic is Higher Selfing Your Creative Process. I'm super excited for this one. You know, it's really near and dear to my heart. I feel like my ups and downs in my career and my goals as an artist was actually like the biggest inspiration for me finding my higher self. Um, I'm going to be giving a talk on that process for me. I'm going to be talking about the stuff that holds us back around our creativity, whether it's just something that you want to do on your own or you want to pursue professionally. We are all conditioned to view our creativity through this really hierarchical lens and it really holds us back because creativity is self-expression and The way to tap into our creative freedom is to fully accept our voice. So we're going to be talking a lot about that on the live Zoom this Saturday, and I'm going to be taking your questions. If you want to attend, remember to sign up on our Patreon to be an Angels or Miracles supporter. That's patreon.com forward slash self. All right, everyone, let's get to the questions. Hi, Bunny. Um, So... I feel like I've hit a point in my healing journey um, where I feel like I'm kind of over the way, like, folks are treating me. Um, But I feel like it's still kind of like, I don't know, like, I, I guess, like, I mean, like, in, like, a romantic sense and a platonic sense, I feel like. I've just been growing and, like, learning so much about myself that I feel like I'm, like, 
so much better at like setting boundaries and like knowing like, you know, um, what's good for me and what isn't and stuff like that. But I feel like in doing that, like, I don't know, like, and I guess it still is the beginning, but I still feel really lonely and feel really isolated now. Like I realized how much time I spend alone. Um, and I mean, my mom always told me this phrase in Spanish, which is mejor sola que mala acompañada, or you're better off alone than in bad company, which is true. I feel like a lot of the people that I've like let go of in my life recently are not serving me anymore. And the fun that we had together was not worth like the way that they were neglecting me in other ways. And like, the unhealthy like dynamics of our friendships and things like that um but now I'm like even more lonely and stuff like that and like I feel like I don't know I I was just wondering if like that was normal or like what advice you had or like any reframing you can give me on like this point in my healing path this journey because it's starting to feel really lonely and sometimes I'm like, am I too harsh on people? And I know I'm not, but I don't know. I, I like don't know if this is just a time for me to like be alone, which is hard because, you know, I don't think I've ever had a problem with being alone. I feel like I'm a very independent person, but I knew that even when I was alone, I could choose to be around other people. And now I just don't seem to have that option anymore. So, um, yeah, I don't know, just any tips you have would be great because as much as I love being alone, I do love community and we all do. So I think this point in my life is like a little rough because it's been hard for me to like meet new people as well too. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Bunny, for listening, for holding space for us and just guiding us to a stronger connection to our higher selves. Hi, sweetheart. I think what happens to a lot of us as we're on a journey of inner growth, we realize what really matters to us and we realize what we need and what our boundaries are. But realizing that stuff isn't always a pleasant process because a lot of times it means letting go of old behaviors and relationships that no longer serve us. And when we do that, we kind of go through a grieving process. So feeling lonely during this process is totally understandable. It's not easy to give up on relationships, no matter how toxic they were. And the fact that you want to have more relationships that are healthy for you is not a sign that something is wrong. It's a sign that you're ready. You know what's good for you and you deserve to have that kind of intimacy and support. Your mom is right, it is better to be alone than to be in bad company, but that doesn't mean you can't make more of an effort to make new friends and meet new people. I think making new friends is one of the most difficult parts about getting older, especially when you're like not in college anymore and you're not in those type of social situations. It feels scary to reach out to people you don't really know that well and to try to get to know them better, but this is a skill that we all can practice at. The thing is, your friendship is one of the greatest gifts you have to offer. Our culture doesn't put enough value on platonic relationships. It's like we hear all the time how to meet a new romantic partner, how to go on dates, 
but there's like no conversation about how to make new friends. I wish there was a platonic dating app. I know some people actually do use dating apps to meet friends on a platonic level, which is really cool. I've noticed doing this work that most adults want more fulfilling friendships. It's very common. They just don't know how to get them. Well, one of the ways to get them is to try. I know there is someone in your life that you're acquaintances with. Maybe you know them mostly on social media or maybe you only met them a couple of times, but they seemed interesting to you. So you message them and say, hey, would you ever want to meet up for some coffee? You could even say, hey, I'm looking for some new friends and I'd love to hang out sometime. I've talked on this podcast about how I recently moved to a new city and I've honestly never been really good at reaching out to make new friends, but I've made it a priority to put myself out there more. I've literally DM'd people I know who live somewhat close to me and said, can we hang out? I need new friends. And it was terrifying for me, but my higher self reminded me that I'm here to share love. I'm here to experience joy. That is my purpose and that's your purpose too. And sometimes that means looking for new opportunities to do that. Sometimes it means doing something different than we used to. We grew up in a culture that was shaped so much by our hierarchical beliefs and we carry that around with us when it comes to friendships. We tend to look at other people through this lens of status. Am I cool enough to be their friend? Are they cool enough to be my friend? But doing that not only judges yourself, it also projects judgment on other people by assuming they see you through that lens as well. We miss out on a lot of potential relationships by putting ourselves and other people into that box and projecting that on other people. Part of the path of our higher self is to unlearn those practices. So it's okay to feel lonely sometimes. It's okay to be in this adjustment period and it's okay to want to have more relationships. You are in a transitionary phase where you now understand the type of relationships you want. You want healthy, open, caring, honest, and compassionate bonds, whether that's platonic or romantic. And there's no better way to manifest that than being open to being that in another person's life and knowing your value. You're doing an amazing job, babe. And you know what? Part of growing up is having moments in our life where we are more lonely than other times. But that's okay. You know, that happens. You're changing. You're growing. It's not always going to feel like this. So don't turn it into something being wrong. You're gonna meet new people. You're gonna make those bonds. Be open to it. Trust in it. And put a little effort towards it. You're gonna be just fine. Hello, Exo Higher Self fam. It's Bunny here. I am so thrilled to announce my debut book, Hello Higher Self, an outsider's guide to loving yourself in a tough world is now available for pre-order. This book is the essential manual for unlearning your limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in you by the toxicity of our culture and your trauma and your socialization. We all have to unlearn this stuff so we can channel the power of our higher self 
and everyone who pre-orders this book will receive a special free gift from me to be announced shortly. So hurry to the pre-order link in the show notes and get yourself a copy. I cannot wait for you to read it. Okay, hi Bunny. This is like the fourth attempt on this one. Um <laughs> so I when I was a kid some bad stuff happened to me by people I was supposed to trust and whatnot. Um <laughs> simply put. Um and then I told my parents when I got older about this these incidents and um they believed me and this was like about two months ago and they gave me some evidence to kind of solidify that it was true so this kind of made it um like the 15 to 20 years of me convincing myself that it wasn't real it made it all real all at once um in my 23 year old mind that all this trauma was real from when I was very young um so now I have a lot of anger towards my parents especially my mom for specific reasons, but um, my mostly because like my dad is being very, very helpful and very caring and considerate, um, and asks like, what can I do? What, what am I like? Not what am I supposed to do? You know, he's he's being very considerate, and my mom just I I can tell she's overwhelmed with grief and guilt, and I still I I'm I'm understanding that she had her own trauma, but like I'm. It's not just her, but the people who did those things to me, I don't know how to, because I have to live with them for the rest of my life, um, or I have to know them at least for the rest of my life. I don't know how to, um, I don't know how to forgive them, I guess, um, without being weak. It's essentially it, um, because they made me feel so weak so often. My second question is the people who I, who are my best support systems I don't know how to thank them enough um because I've been so weak um emotionally and I'm getting stronger each day but I cannot like I can't thank them enough and I don't know how to I guess just be myself right and that's all they wanted but I I want to give them more you know they've been so great <laughs> they've been so fucking amazing and I, I don't know and I just want to thank you because you really have helped me a lot you've been one of those support systems so thank you so much you helped me a lot through this. So, yeah, thank you. Oh, sweetheart. I think what your focus should be on right now isn't how to forgive or how to give more to the people that helped you. I think the focus should be on your own healing and your own care. Because this realization and acknowledgement of what happened to you only happened two months ago. This is a really big deal. And I think you need some support that is outside of your family and friends. Are you in therapy? Because this trauma and healing is something that you should be talking to a mental health professional about. You are not weak. Having emotions, being upset, being hurt and angry and confused is not weakness. Needing help is not weakness. You are a human being who is having a totally healthy reaction to your wounds. This is part of the process. 
I know you want to figure out how to move on past this, but like the cliche says, the only way out is through. You don't owe the people who have hurt you anything right now. You owe it to yourself to not hold yourself to those expectations. You haven't done anything wrong. Every feeling, every emotion you're having is valid and important. Working with a therapist or a counselor can help you put the boundaries in place that you need for your healing process. You said you have to see these people for the rest of your life, but I want you to know that is totally up to you. You are not obligated to see anyone, even if they are family, if you do not feel safe with them. And that's not just physically safe. It's also mentally and emotionally safe. I know having to deal with all of this is scary and hard and overwhelming, but I am so proud of you for facing it. Your higher self knows that you are ready for this healing. It was so brave of you to be able to talk to your parents about what happened. It was so brave of you to call into this podcast and share what you're going through. You are a caring, compassionate, and thoughtful person who is so full of love. Now it's time for you to direct that love more towards yourself. You are the priority. I know you want to show your gratitude to the people who have supported you, but right now I want you to thank yourself for surviving. I want you to thank yourself for speaking out. I want you to thank yourself for doing what you need to keep moving forward on your healing. There will be a time and a place for all of that other stuff, but you don't have to worry about that right now, sweetheart. You don't need to add that on your list. Keep accepting that help because you deserve it and also reach out to a therapist or a counselor. You can look for them online. A lot of them have sliding scale options. You can tell them your situation and that will probably bring more balance and you not feeling that your only outlet is towards these people who have supported you in your past. Okay, I'm sending you so much love, babe. You can do this. Hi, Bunny. First, I just want to say thank you for all that you do and for creating this space and this platform for people to share their questions and their vulnerabilities. And, you know, just it's, it's a great reminder that we all are t together and connected and, you know, in this, in this together. And so, yeah, it's been really great and validating. Um, so thank you. So my question today um, has to do with um, like a higher self and consciousness thing. Um, so I noticed that I have been really going through a spiritual awakening. I have been doing a lot more meditation and yoga recently, and I can tell that my self and my soul is ready to grow and expand. And um, I'm in a long-term relationship. I currently live with my partner. We've been together for almost two years, and um, he is just a wonderful person, a wonderful partner. Our relationship is great, and we have amazing communication, and I care for him deeply. Um, however, I noticed that he's not really as interested in doing the self-development and just like introspective work like I am. And, you know, I totally 
totally understand that it is a completely, you know, it's an individual journey that is something that you can only decide when you're ready to start it. And it has to, that desire to, you know, grow and become more conscious with yourself has to come from within and can't just be ignited from, you know, someone else trying to basically drag you along. (laughs) Um, But anyways, that's just something that I've really been dealing with because, you know, I recognize ways that it sort of hinders my growth um, and that I can't fully be my full self a lot of the time. Um, You know, I I really work on prioritizing myself um, as much as I can. But when you live with someone else and they're not on the same wavelength with you about stuff like that, um, it can be difficult. And when I try to bring these things up and my my concerns about this, he kind of takes it personally and um, at times feels like I'm talking down to him about it. And I don't, I know that this seems like a lot of questions all in one, but um, basically I wanted to get your thoughts on whether you think it's possible for me to still continue my growth and, you know, tap into that higher version of myself and reach my full potential while being in a relationship with someone else. Um, I talked to my therapist a lot about this and she's more on the side of, I think she thinks that I just need to sort of separate myself from this relationship. It's holding me back in, in some ways, but on the other hand, I don't want to give up this amazing partnership that I have and this amazing love that I have for this person and the life that we have built together. But I do recognize the ways in which being in the relationship does hold me back. Um, And I have made small changes to be able to find more connectiveness like with myself and like tap into my higher self while still being in this relationship. Um, but just what, what are your thoughts? Um, have you ever dealt with something like this? Do you think that it's just a a time that maybe the relationship has, you know, served its purpose in my life and shown me love and I need to grow and move on. And if the other person doesn't want to come along, then, you know, I have to let them go. But at the same time, it does feel a little bit like I would be leaving them behind. (laughs) Um, So yeah, um, again, thank you for all that you do and just spreading so much kindness and love with everyone. Um, It's great. So thank you. Hi, sweetheart. You started your voice memo off with saying you had a great relationship, great communication, great love, and a great partnership. So I'm not sure exactly what your partner isn't giving you or how the relationship is holding you back. Is it that you feel you cannot connect with him on a spiritual level, as in talking about your inner journeys together, like you can't bond with him about that stuff? What is it that you feel you need from him that you're not getting? And why do you think you need that from him? 
The path of our higher self is a path of building awareness and unlearning our limiting thoughts about ourselves and expanding our consciousness, but it's also a path of dismantling a hierarchical perspective. It's really easy to start to think that you are more advanced spiritually or more evolved than other people, but the moment you think that, you are in fact reinforcing seeing people through your own hierarchical conditioning. Our LHBs, our learned hierarchical beliefs, are really tricky. They change form. And before you know it, you start judging people for being judgmental. You start othering people who other other people. You turn people into less than in your own subtle ways. And I'm not saying you are doing that with your partner. But I think there's a big difference between a relationship not working for you and a relationship holding you back. You might need to leave the relationship and choose another path, but that just means your needs are now different, not more evolved or more awakened or more forward than his, just different. You know, we all grow in different ways based on our experiences, and sometimes we might be more awakened in certain aspects of our life than other people, but that doesn't mean they still can't teach us a lot or that they aren't awakened in other ways that you're just not aware of. Everyone is a teacher and everyone is a student. So that being said, before you make any big decisions, I suggest really asking yourself, what is it that you need from him and why? Then see if you can ask that of him, really communicate that to him, and at the same time, ask him what he needs from you. That is how relationships evolve. When your needs change, you communicate them and you ask and are open to the changes within your partner. Even if it's maybe him needing something different from you in order for him to meet this new need of yours. And you do this from a total place of acceptance for who that other person is and where they are in their journey. Love isn't about needing another person to be different. Love is accepting them for who they are, whether that means staying together or not. So I guess I'm trying to dismantle the myth of certain people holding us back because I don't think that people hold us back, right? I think that you have your own spiritual autonomy and no matter what, you can keep growing in your own love and compassion. But what I think the difference is, is whether or not the dynamics of the relationship are supporting your growth or are able to change with you. And that's totally something that a lot of relationships go through. And it is a real test to see if the relationships are able to evolve and the two of you are able to keep supporting each other in the changes. So yeah, this isn't easy stuff. But the more you approach it from a level of equanimity and acceptance, I think it would be a lot easier to communicate that with your partner and and hopefully move forward together. And if not, you totally and absolutely deserve to have the space to keep doing you. And there's nothing wrong with that either, okay? But give it a try. I think it's worth it. You've been together for two years and... In every relationship, there are times where things are going to be more difficult and there's going to be like a harder time figuring stuff out, but it's definitely worth putting the effort towards. 
All right, sweetheart, good luck. Wishing you all the best. The following question is from an email. Hi, Bunny. I recently discovered the idea of there being a higher self and it has been a life-changing experience. Things I've struggled with for years seem to be getting easier and your podcast is so helpful in opening up new ideas and even helping me realize things I struggle with that I wasn't aware of. However, there's one topic that I would really appreciate some advice on because it's still so painful. I was in a long-term relationship about eight years ago and when we first started dating, My partner told me he didn't watch porn as a way to impress me, but I later found out he lied to me and was actually watching porn. This wouldn't have been an issue of him watching it, just the fact he lied caused it to be a sore subject all these years later. I felt betrayed. Him lying caused me to have feelings of jealousy and insecurity. We broke up over two years ago, but this issue is still there with my current partner. My partner and I were watching TV last night and there was a lot of nudity that caused my mind to spiral into insecurity, feeling not worthy, and question why my boyfriend is even with me because there's so many more attractive people he could be with. I struggle with feeling confident with my body, especially with the appearance of my boobs. I know I'm being irrational and I only feel like this every once in a while, but the hurt I feel is so real and painful and I struggle to be able to talk myself out of those negative feelings. My partner does such a good job to try and make me feel better, and I have no reason to be feeling so insecure in our relationship. He's so open and honest about everything, but I think my past relationship with my ex lying about watching porn has really caused issues. I've been making progress with being kind to myself and knowing my self-worth, but situations like what happened with my current boyfriend make it seem like maybe I haven't changed or I can never get over this. I want to feel comfortable with watching nudity with my current partner and not feel overwhelmed with jealousy. Thank you so much for your time and any advice you can give. Hi, hun. I understand it must have been hurtful to be lied to, and you definitely didn't deserve that. But I also wanted to talk a little bit about the fact that there's so much cultural shame put on all of us about sex. And watching porn is also still very shamed and looked down upon. So I don't doubt that your ex felt embarrassed for watching it and didn't want you to judge him. That's not an excuse to lie, but I think having a bit of compassion for why he might have felt like he needed to lie will help you not take it so personally. This betrayal wasn't a personal attack and I think you have been unnecessarily holding on to it and making it about you and you not being enough for him to not watch porn when it really didn't have anything to do with you. It had to do with his own relationship with his confidence around his sexuality. Whether or not anyone is okay with their partners watching porn is totally a personal boundary of their choice. And you said you would have been okay with it, which makes a lot of sense. And I just want to say that people don't watch porn because their partners aren't enough. People don't masturbate because their partners aren't good enough. They do it because it's their personal relationship to their sexuality. And solo sex is not the same as partner sex. And a lot of people still have very unhealed relationships with their solo sex because We all grew up in a culture where that stuff is so shamed and, you know, not a lot of people talk about it and it's hard to talk about it. It's hard to be honest about it. It's hard to be open about it. 
And there needs to be honesty in partnerships about what makes each other feel safe and respected, what our boundaries are, but it's not easy stuff to navigate. The fact that you and your ex didn't have a good and open and honest balance about that stuff is actually really common because we just don't talk about it enough, which only perpetuates the shame and the secrecy. Moving forward, I'm so happy that you have found a partner that is honest and respectful of your boundaries. And getting jealous, even if it's just watching a movie with some naked person with boobs that you see are better than yours, you know, that stuff is understandable. It's not just because of what happened with your ex. We are literally bombarded with messages all the time that this type of boob is more attractive, this shape of body is more attractive, this color of skin is more attractive than this. So it's easy to feel less than when we don't look like that specific beauty standard. That's how we're conditioned, right? That's where those thoughts are coming from. It's not because you are not aware enough or you are not actually connected to your higher self as much as you thought. Like these thoughts come in automatically because sometimes our minds are on autopilot to think them. We've been conditioned for so many years. We cannot expect ourselves not to have those triggers. And we can't tell ourselves that, you know, we, there's something wrong with us for having those triggers. It's not our fault. Okay. It's not your fault that you feel insecure like that. So it's really important that you don't turn those triggers into something being wrong with you. That's just another layer of you thinking there's something wrong with you when there isn't. It happens, babe. It really, really happens. But the next time this happens, I really want you to think about it from a different perspective. When you watch a movie with some super muscly guy or whatever our culture would label as a hot guy, do you think to yourself, geez, I wish my boyfriend looked like that? And then look at your boyfriend's body and are like, ew, my boyfriend's pecs don't look like Timothy Chalet's or whatever. I don't even know it. I'm just kind of, that was just a name that came out. I mean, no, you don't do that, right? You see that person as a character in a movie. You love your boyfriend for who he is. You love him because he is him, not someone else. And you would never want your boyfriend to think you're looking at him in that judgmental way and comparing him to some random who gets paid millions of dollars to look that way. Love is seeing beyond that illusion. When you love someone, it's the stuff that makes them different than anyone else that you cherish. Your partner loves the shit out of you. Loves your boobs, loves your butt, loves your nose, loves your eyes, loves your hair, loves your earlobes, loves your toes, because they're yours. So let go and let yourself be loved, babe. You deserve it. You really do. The next time those feelings come up, just say to yourself, mm-mm, I'm going to let myself be loved right now. I'll pass. Well, that wraps up episode 65. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much to everyone who sent in your beautiful questions and shared yourself with us. We all really, really appreciate it. So much gratitude for you. Really. 
Like I said in the earlier question, we're all teachers and we're all students. We're all learning from each other and we're all teaching each other. So this is just such a wonderful community that I feel so blessed to be in. And, you know, when I was having a difficult time this week, y'all were definitely on my mind. I am just so immensely grateful for this opportunity um, to talk to you and to hear from you. Every time I get a message, um, question, anything, I just, it's, I it still feel just so almost stunned by <laughs> how lucky I am to just be able to connect with all of you. It's, it's really awesome. I feel so, so inspired um, by the fact that we're all going through this together and we're all just learning how to be human, right? How to be here now, how to be in these forms, but also know that we're so much more than that and how to just find the love and the beauty that is always within us. So let's just keep encouraging each other, okay? Don't forget, um, this Saturday is the Exo Higher Self Live episode on Zoom, How to Hire Self, Your Creative Process. I'm really looking forward to seeing you on there, to seeing your faces. So be sure to sign up for that. I'm going to be sending the private Loom Zinc, <laughs> the private Zoom link to all the angels and miracles on our Patreon. Have an amazing week. Have an amazing weekend. Oh, also I wanted to say if you can't attend the live Zoom on Saturday, I will also be sharing a video and audio recording for the Angels and Miracles patrons as well. Okay, great y'all. Take care of yourself. Share the love. If you're having a bad day, you'd be really surprised how much telling somebody else something sweet or giving somebody else a compliment or sending somebody else a, a loving message makes you feel a lot better. Trust me. Sometimes I'm like not having the best day and then I'll sit in here and get to work on this podcast and I am totally transformed, completely transformed. It is so healing to tell somebody else how worthy they are because it's the truth and because it reminds you that you are because we all are. It's great, really. All right. I love you so much. And so does your higher self. I'll see you next time. Bye. Exo Higher Self is recorded in Brooklyn, New York, hosted by me, Bunny Michael, produced by Kara Gilvey with original music and sound mixing by Michael Bihari. 